presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app for a reason. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It's me. It's your girl, Michaela Perkins. I'm your co-host, and look who it is. Hi. Kirsten Susel, also your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and making his Phoenix Sports podcast debut. It's, it's me, Bo your Brock. boy. <laughs> it's your boy, your Bo girl, Brock. your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bo's in town for the Cardinals, the NFL draft. So I kind of roped him in and guilt tripped him to be coming on the podcast for his first That's time. what you get for being in the studio. <laughs> I know. What was I doing showing up in the middle of the day when you guys are about to do a podcast? That's on me. I saw Bo come in the office and I was like, Bo. You're coming on the podcast. You don't have a choice. I just realized, too, that Friday is the perfect day to do this show because there are there are built in good vibes. Yes. Just for it being Friday. Yes. I'm like, I, I was like, I, the, the music was playing and I was like, man, I just love this show. And I'm like, I, maybe it's just that I love Fridays. Yeah. Right. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes all around. <laughs> we already got the comments rolling too. Chris in the comments. Hi, Chris, our queen, the queen of PHNX. Hi, so good to see you. Ernesto's here. Hello, Ernesto. So hello. glad you're joining us. If you're in the comments, say what's up. Say hello. Talk with us throughout the show. We love to incorporate you guys. That's honestly the best part of the show is the interaction that we get from you in the comments. We like to incorporate you into all of our conversations. Um, and also, if you're on Twitter watching this, head on over to YouTube now so that you can be a part of a conversation. We have a super happy show today. I'm so excited. Morgan vibes. Um, so many good vibes. Who's this? This is Marcus. Marcus, we made it. Hello, Marcus. We're so glad you're here. We got so many good vibes for the show today. I feel like there's like a lot of happy things happening in the Valley right now. Am I wrong? No, we're all on a, a high because of it. I mean, Suns and Cardinals couldn't, I, I feel like, couldn't get any better the last 24 hours, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, how are you feeling We about do it? have some presents left on the tree today. Second and third round. Yes, yes, An yes. extra pick. But you got a bona fide wide receiver, Kyler Murray's BFF. He came to the draft party last night for the Cardinals. I mean, it's so crazy. Plus the Suns win. You're right. I mean, as far as positive vibes, I hope we're not peaking. But it's it's <laughs> uh, it's pretty good, especially after a long off season. It's like the like the the happy peak before like more like they're just like you know they're like on a good peak the before right. right? Like we're at like a fall summit. Like Cheerson. Yeah, right? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> so philosophical. For someone who's not as avid as a hiker as you are, like a false summit is pretty disappointing. Like for well, me, like I'm like, when the hell are we getting to the top? But you got to be patient, I guess. Well, yeah. So a false summit can be disappointing, but it can also it's just a peak to that you reach if you know it's if you know it's a false summit, mm -hmm. right? Then you at least know, okay, I can set a goal to get to this. I know it's a false summit and there's more after, but it's still a goal that I can achieve and like set my mind towards. That's where we're at. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I think we should jump right into it. There's so many things, so many happy things to talk about, but I think we have to talk about the happiest, which is the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. That was my Espo impersonation. Um, they beat the Pelicans last <laughs> night in game six. They sent the crew to Cancun for the rest of the postseason <laughs> and they are house. moving on. They are going to the second round of the NBA playoffs. They're going to take on the Mavs, but we're not worried about that right now. Right now we're just celebrating the fact that not only did they win, Devin Booker is back. 
Thank God I was so scared and so sad, so worried about that. But Book is back. He didn't have the best game, but it's fine. We're overlooking that because the Pelicans won. Definitely at one point, I was like, why are we doing this? Like, please just rest up. I think I tweeted that I definitely am not going to say that I don't want to see Devin Booker on the court, but I don't know that I want to see this Devin Booker on the court. Mm. And he was a a pivotal part in, in getting that win last night towards the very end. But there were definitely points where I'm like, why is he in the game? Just take him out. Just go heal up. We'll see you later. But it was nice that it was nice to see him back on the court. You wanted yeah. to put him in like bubble wrap at that point. You just like yeah. go, yes. let's, let's <laughs> safely get him back to Phoenix, get him ready for round two. Chris Paul has got this. The point God just taking care of business last night. The perfect. Yeah. God. Speaking oh of the point God, his stat line was absolutely ridiculous. He recorded the most field goals made without a miss in NBA postseason history. 33 points, 14 for 14 on field goals, eight assists, five rebounds. I mean, come on, point God. What else could you possibly ask for? That's insane. I love that it happened at this point in his career, and it was in New Orleans as well. Allie LaForce, I think she was she was the sideline. Yeah. So Allie LaForce did a little report on basically how Chris Paul single-handedly like helped save the Pelicans organization because they were getting ready to like fold and then he sort of was the traction that like got a fan base, you know, got the fan base going and like saved the the franchise. So uh, she said that like while the game was going on. And I'm like, this is just this is interesting. I mean, he's from there. Um, The history there was great to have a game like that at this point in his career, doing it against Willie Green, one of his good friends um, and obviously former coach was I love all the storylines. Yeah, there were a lot of good storylines. I will say, I will say, I was a little sad to see Willie Green crying after the game. That was, uh, I heart. mean, that that was more like at the end of it. You're like, this is very wholesome. What's going on? Like yeah. as the Suns go, he goes through the line, and he's everybody's having a moment with him. And then at the final part was him and Monty Williams, and they had that moment. You're like, holy crap, is it? It's dusty in here. This yeah. is incredible. <laughs> after you watched six games of this series, and you like. You've got new enemies like Alvarado. I never oh want to see him oh again. Oh my god! I oh I it is on site. I swear <laughs> to God, if he is ever in Phoenix again, and I have an opportunity on site, I'm not even he kidding wins you. The award for biggest <laughs> postseason pest. Oh, yes, no doubt. Hopefully, I, 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 I don't know who, if Dallas has anybody like him, but. I don't think anybody can top this guy that like crouches down and like sneaks up behind you and like he he could get under Chris Paul's skin like I've never seen before. It was infuriating watching them him match up with Chris Paul. I just I don't know what it literally set me off. Like it literally broke something inside of me and I was so angry. I was like, I can't stand this guy. The only other person I've ever felt like that in sports is Ryan Reeves in the NHL. And now they're on the same level. Well, you I made my shit in, list. I thought it was interesting. Game five, after they had dropped game four, and and him and, and Alvarado getting under Chris Paul's skin had some a lot to do with it. There we t- we saw like Aaron Holiday just like taking the ball up. It was just like yeah. nope, not even gonna go there. Setting this boundary, <laughs> Aaron, you take the ball up. Chris, save your mental health. Like yep. Yeah, Bobby then it was toast. I mean, fourteen for fourteen. Though I mean, Chris Paul, yeah. he got the last laugh. He's like, you might have had a couple moments. House of Highlights might have picked you up a couple times on IG, but like, totally, it was it yep. was all Chris Paul. Bobby, Bobby agreeing, saying yes on site with that man. <laughs> totally, I'm not even kidding you. Square up. I'm ready to go, Alvarado. Um, Matt Cobb saying Alvarado is <laughs> David wow. Epstein basketball version. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I give him like mad, mad props, I guess. Oh, do you guys see uh, one more thing about that? 
somebody posted it was like the Alvarado said that something along the lines of like, yeah, Chris Paul is going to be a, a Hall of Famer and now he knows my name. And then Chris Paul in the post game, yeah. <laughs> he was like out, 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 out uh, 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 it was like fumbling his name. And I don't know if it was. Do you think he did that on purpose? I don't know, but I, if, it, if he intentionally screwed up his name to like not give to him mess that with him, that's, that's, that's a plus trolling. Elite, elite I feel like level. he did it on purpose. It's Chris Paul. Chris Paul is a troll. Like that's one thing I love about him is he is like such a troll. And I feel like he had to have done that on purpose right? oh yeah yeah speaking of trolling the fj crowder shirts oh and my chance, god okay great moment yes before we show this because i made it we have a tiktok to show you but so for whatever reason the pelicans fans decided to single out jay crowder and shout fj crowder throughout like the entirety of the second because and fourth he's the game. son's alvarado right that's why. right and so pelicans fans showed up to the arena with a shirt that said fj crowder on it and it ended up turning into this whole thing. And um, here is a little bit, a snippet of this entire F.J. Crowder situation. Give me a side. Where do you want to start, dude? Going to you guys. Come on. No idea, Five, but I'm going to go ahead and start four, with that shirt. Um, Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> Talk about an elite troll job. He so... wore the shirt. And <laughs> he... Devin Booker. Yeah, both him and Devin Booker wore the FJ Crowder shirts. I think the fans like stayed around for after the, the game was over and um, Devin Booker was doing his post-game availability like on the court and they had the shirts. And I think Devin Booker saw the shirts and like laughed and was like, give me them because they brought six of them, six extra of the shirts. And so Devin Booker took the shirt back and showed Jay Crowder and they decided to wear it. I love back. it. I mean, it's just dubs on dubs on dubs. Like yeah. at that point, you're just like you, you want like the worst part was you sent Willie Green home and, you know, he's. He's doing, he'll be all right. Yeah. You oh, know? The, the Pelicans one. are in great hands. Yeah. I think um, Paula Bovin, friend of the show, tweeted something last night about if the future of the NBA is Monty Williams and Willie Green, the league is in great hands. Exactly. And that I cannot agree more with that statement because both Monty and Willie Green are upstanding human beings. But I mean, talk about getting the last laugh. Jay Crowder, <laughs> for sure, for sure, got the last laugh on that situation. And uh, that TikTok is on our TikTok channel at phnx underscore sports so if you haven't already go follow us on tiktok because um i'm in charge of it and i don't like to hype myself up too often but i will say i make some fire tiktoks <laughs> so uh go check that out but let's see what the comments have to say um giselle saying the fact that jay crowder is selling the shirt is hilarious yes now you can buy the shirt jay crowder is making it a thing oh, he's selling it <laughs> yep in That's, the jay crowder store jay crowder had the salsa dance making fun of lebron last year that went viral that was fantastic and that carried throughout the entire postseason into like him saying that he i think he was said he would salsa dance at like like all over the city or with with fans or whatever if they won obviously they didn't but it carried that that carried throughout the entire postseason and now he's got the fj crowder shirts that he just he loves trolling and yeah. i love that about him i love that about him too just an elite job um chris saying uh alvarado has pat bev energy yes. i totally agree that's a great comparison um Mac Huff asking where did Jay Crowder get the exact sunglasses from the deal with me? <laughs> so true. It was awesome to see. But speaking of the NBA, 
You guys, I have to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, who is the presenting sponsor of this podcast. The NBA playoffs are here. As we all know, the Suns are going on to the second round, which means next level basketball. Get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the Second round with same game parlays combined multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, place a same game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 back if one leg doesn't even hit. It's a win-win situation, you guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round or second round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and up only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Okay, well, there's so so many great things happening in the Valley. And uh, Bo was there for one of them last night. The NFL draft got started and the Cardinals made an interesting move. (laughs) They uh, traded their 23rd pick to the Baltimore Ravens in exchange for Hollywood Brown, who just so happens to be the former teammate of a Arizona Cardinal quarterback by the name of Kyler Murray. They were teammates at Oklahoma. And now Hollywood is here in the Valley and the the. Cardinals literally 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 here in the Valley Um, and the Cardinals also got the 100th pick in return. So they'll have three picks today. Right, Bo? Yep. Starting with 55 in the second round, 87 in the third and then 100 to kind of wrap up the third round. A couple picks before that ends. But I mean, we met the young man today. He had an awesome press conference, said all the right things about how he's just a hard worker. He lives and breathes football. He wants to learn from DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green. And it's just the thing that's hilarious about this entire thing is like during the press conference, he did about like 12 to 15 minutes of availability. And like every story he told about how this whole process went and how long it's been going on. And there's been like rumors about him coming to the desert. You, you learn something new about it. And you're like, how long has this been going on? Like, this is yeah. the worst kept secret ever. Really? He, he claims <laughs> that Kyler didn't know, but I am a little sus about that. I think that... Steve Kahn was very adamant that Kyler didn't know because of the sensitivity of the, the like, the dealings with Baltimore. Okay. That he was like, he was like, Kyler could not know. And it was frustrating for Hollywood because he couldn't tell Kyler. They were, like, working out together yeah. in Dallas. But Steve Kahn was like... Kyler didn't know. Trust me. Okay. All right. Well, so there you have um, it. There you have it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you have to be excited about this. You've got a thousand yard receiver coming in the valley. He's going to play opposite DeAndre Hopkins, and it's going to. I mean, it's going to help take this offense to the next level. Like the off season of Kyler Murray continues. Yeah. What was your initial reaction when you heard about the news that was going down? It was is a whirlwind because we were live on stage over at the Ainsworth during our draft party, having a blast. Byron Murphy was there, and. You know, make it through 15 picks and like the sky is falling. Like the Arizona Cardinals, a lot of their fans wanted a wide receiver and they were all just, I mean, that yep. that branch was pretty much picked clean. And you're like, what are they going to do? So, you know, edge rusher, offensive lineman. And then, you know, there was the ports that came out. Hollywood Brown's on his way to the Cardinals. And next thing you know, like the PJ's fired up. 
Michael Bidwell <laughs> got the him PJ. on there, right? And they're they're coming back to the desert. He's at the their draft party in Glendale in like yeah. an hour. Yeah. Speaking so, of the draft party in Glendale, we actually have a video of him at the draft party, which was wild because they announced the pick and he was already in Arizona. Um, you can go ahead and roll the <laughs> draft party clip. Oh, it's a good move i think it's a solid move by kyme and just i mean Kime, as far as his trade record, very impressive. Like, say what you will about his drafting, and I know that's a big part of being a successful GM, but he's been, his batting average in trades is His phenomenal. ability to make deals with other teams is right up at, with the best in the league right now. I mean, he has uh, truly has a knack for that. And I, I keep seeing that, like, there's this argument of, like, you know, the trying to compare him to Christian Kirk, and it was this was this even an upgrade? What does it matter? First off, you got to take a look at the money. They didn't have the money to retain a guy like Christian Kirk. You get a guy who you could argue was the number one guy elsewhere, could be a, have a higher ceiling or at minimum be just as good as Christian Kirk. But oh, you can, oh, by the way, you can actually afford him. So it was a good deal. You need, you had a void to fill. He's a, a veteran guy. We all know that rookies can be hit or miss. We have seen that here. In the Valley. And <laughs> Many so, times. Like, the fact often. that he was able to get Hollywood Brown at 23, the fact that he already has a rapport with Kyler. Yeah. And I, I feel like Kyler, too, like, he just, like, has his guys. Yeah. And the fact that Kyler's, he, like, a, per, yeah. a person where he, like, latches on to, like, the people he's yeah, comfortable like they were, with. Yeah, they've been, they've been, like, training together in Dallas already. Like, yeah. Well, Jose saying, fun fact, in February, Kyler was playing Madden with Hollywood Brown, and Kyler commented that he'd like for Brown to be a Cardinals uh, on the stream <laughs> during Twitch. Like, how crazy is that? They've yeah, been doing like, that since their Oklahoma days. They were on the scout team in Oklahoma. They weren't oh, even really? starters at one wow. point. It was when Baker Mayfield was the quarterback. Okay. And they would torch the first team defense. Damn. It's I crazy. didn't know that. It's crazy to think of those two on a scout team in college. But now they're coming in like, you're, okay, is he the same as Kyler? They're a little bit different. During his press conference today, they asked about Hollywood Brown, who's in the same year of his contract. So he's got his, he's in his fourth year, going into his fourth year as a rookie. And then he's got a fifth year option. They're like, well, you know, all these receivers are getting paid. Like, when do you want to secure the bag? He's like, I'm not worried about that. He's That's refreshing. Gonna, he, yeah, he's just going to play under the deal right now, and he's going to let his his agent handle the business side of things and yeah. he's just gonna focus on playing and that's you great that's refreshing that. yeah we don't have to go down that road <laughs> um, it's a happy show today nick l in the comments saying the arizona sooners that's hilarious i think that is uh, a great way to describe saw, the team i saw somebody what was the it was uh hollywood and and the heisman Oh, there we go. That's a Nick. That's like that's like a mixtape, like the mixtape yeah. about to drop Hollywood and the Heisman. I love that. Um, well, I mean, overall, the interaction on Twitter was really positive. I feel like for a majority, Cardinals fans are really excited about this pick or this trade. And I think they should be. Like you said, like a lot of the wide receivers that the Cardinals were interested were already taken. So the cards kind of had to finesse something and figure out how to address the needs that they had at that position. 
today, obviously the second and third round are happening. What would you say would be a successful day for the Cardinals drafting certain positions? Like what fill, what holes do they need to fill like immediately? Edge. It's got to be pass rush. They yeah. have to supplement the pass rush. They've got Watt. They've got Marcus Golden, the junkyard dog. And but now they have to add a young, you know, just rotational guy that they can put in there that maybe you get like four and a half, five sacks out of, and you'll be all right. And if they have to do it by just flooding the position with numbers, get a couple guys with their next three picks, I think that might be the best route. And then, look, I wouldn't be, if they could, uh, my guy Johnny Venerable, uh, horrible draft night performance for himself, but oh I always I respect <laughs> his opinion as all the time. He, he wants maybe more offense for Kyler Murray. Mm. And if they go running back, still got to fill the void left by Chase Edmonds. If they get kind of an electric running back to kind of couple with James Conner, I would I would love that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Tristan? Tristan has I mean, her thinking I, face on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't – I'm not – I'm definitely not – anything you can add is going to be better, right? Like you're adding something, but I'm definitely not – overly concerned about getting more weapons on offense. Like I think they have all the pieces that they need. Yeah. And I don't know that you're going to get a rookie running back. That's going to be some electric game changer guy, maybe at that point in the draft. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's not 55 because I think yeah. you really have like, that's the next thing you have to check off your list. But if there's somebody at 87, if Isaiah Spiller falls, probably not Brees Hall. If maybe Rashad white local product out of ASU, if he's there at 87, I mean, that, that'd be very tempting yeah. if, if you're Steve Kime. And Absolutely. I think that that would be, you know, add to an already electric offense. It would be I mean, really I, cool to see Rashad White in a Cards would. uniform. Uh, they and are very familiar with that. Yeah, Sun Devil running backs. You know, Benjamin's there too. Um, I think it's interesting just because the running back position, I feel, is kind of like going through an evolution in football. And it's not as like relied upon as it once was in like the rough em, tough em, run the ball down the field days is football used to be so i'm got i'm kind of glad that uh they didn't use that first pick on a running back not that they would have mm -hmm. but um i hope that they kind of save some of their later picks maybe to address that position but one more thing about the arizona cardinals that i want to kind of get your guys's thoughts on they looks like to me a social media branding professional that they are gearing up to rebrand and the possibility of new uniforms seems to be on the horizon. So last night before the draft, they announced their new hashtag, which is Bird City Football on Twitter. I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> hashtag. No. Um, I'm very sorry to the Cardinal social team. Bird City Football is not my jam, but hey, that's just my opinion. I'm one of many. But um, they've got a new font. They've got a new Twitter header. It, to me, as somebody who works in the digital field, looks like they're rebranding to kind of gear up for a new era of Cardinals football. And I would not be surprised if at either some point very soon or in the future, they announced some new uniforms. What do you guys think about that? Well, first off, somebody tweeted out a, a clip from the movie birds where the birds were like attacking. <laughs> people oh no. That I can never <laughs> disassociate from bird city so I will. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I okay. pop it's culture really references. Old, yes. No, it's not even pop culture. It's just like old school. I, I Alfred probably, Hitch, Hitchcock. Yeah, right? the, oh, my birds. God. You guys yeah. are old. It's, <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> Exposing your age over here. No, Sorry, we know a, a classic movie. It was movie. a school. It was a school. This is like it was from the 60s. It was like a thing that we had to like part of the curriculum when I was growing up that we had to like watch it in like, I don't know, like elementary school or something like that. But yeah. Definitely, I was not born in the 60s, but... Um, <laughs> Your soul was. But um, 
Yeah, the I think the hashtag is yeah. Is a Charles Woodall Pike agreeing, saying the hashtag is a huge miss. B saying the hashtag only works if you pair it with a uniform reveal. Missed a marketing opportunity by the cards. I I can see that. I genuinely do not like the hashtag. I think Rise Up Red Sea, Red Sea, whatever. I thought that was awesome. I was a big fan of that. What are your thoughts on the uh, the new hashtag, Bo? Do you think we're miss. also getting new uniforms? Uh, I'd love it. I just at this usually you hear rumblings at yeah. this point it's for this up, the upcoming season. But Michael Bidwell's addressed it before, but it just doesn't seem very important to the organization. They're they're focused on winning, but I think that goes with it. I mean, look good, feel good. Your quarterback's already said it a, a couple times on Twitch. I'd love to see new uniforms. Bird City. Hopefully, it's one and done oh, no. this season. Yeah, and hopefully, it's not incorporated. Just like hearing you say that now, I'm like, <laughs> just I, cringe. you know, the last thing I want to do is like, you know, talk poorly about any like, like I respect the heck out of the Cardinals, like marketing team, their media team, all the things. So like, I don't want it to to come off that way. I just don't like it personally. Yeah, what I'm was left the on the page. cutting room floor with Bird City being the winner? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That kind of just like makes you think, and also like. I, I kind of agree though. I don't I don't understand your reference at all. But when I think of Bird City, like all I just think is like birds, like like New York City with like pigeons, just like <laughs> infesting the entire city. Like I don't know. It to me, Bird City is this just is, not is it. It's like some movie in the '60s where everyone got like attacked by birds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like a good mental image. Yeah. I totally agree. Um. So yeah. Hopefully it's a one and done type of deal, and we're not stuck with Bird City football <laughs> for forever. Double birds. I like that from Justin. Well, what might, did he say? <laughs> double birds. Um, I, but I, B red, C red. Remember that? That was like one of the first ones they had that would be followed with a little uh, emoji. That was back in 2015, 2016. Yep. Yeah. And then rise up red sea. It's tough to beat that. that yeah. Caw Caw Valley. Oh no. Just full bird. Oh no. Um, yeah. Giselle saying I don't like the hashtag at all. It makes me cringe. Also, hi my queen Giselle. Love you. Um, I don't like it either. It also makes me cringe. And then Max saying the Seahawks used Bird City a few years ago. I feel like there's this thing with the Cardinals and using other teams like hashtags because there were Falcons fans that were mad about us using Red Sea because apparently the Atlanta Falcons are the Red Sea too. And so I guess now we've stolen Bird City from and the Bird Seahawks. Gang. I think they, they're getting away from Bird Gang as well because you got Philly that, deal, that deals yeah. with that. Well, it's, I mean, how many things can you possibly do? Yeah, I guess you kind of like run out of options yeah. for a while. But either way, I don't know. I just hope we get some new uniforms in the future because I think the ones that they have are so done, so tired, so garbage. You want like a throwback look or what do you want? <laughs> Literally anything, anything else. Anything else than what they have. I don't know. It's hard. I've seen some cool concepts on Twitter, but it's just like... <sighs> I think the ones that they have are so boring. Mm -hmm. They were like these tan desert ones that were floating around that I like fell in love with. Tan? Like yeah. all tan? A little Sonoran yeah. sand look. Like yeah, the exactly. um yeah. the Diamondback Serpientes jersey yeah, type yeah, tan? Yeah, like that color. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, I wouldn't be too mad about but that. But I think we are we would all welcome new uniforms for sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. Before we move on to other great things happening in the Valley, uh, you guys I have to tell you about our new partner, which I am obsessed with. It's OG's brand. I'm sure you have heard me talk about this now many a times if you are a fan of the show. I freaking love OG's gummies. I take their orange creamsicle indica gummies before I go to bed and I have the best sleep of my life. Cheerson, I know you had a good sleep once upon a time. Yeah, I was camping recently <laughs> and I don't normally sleep well when I'm camping because obviously it's not comfortable and 
So I was like, well, maybe if I take like half of one of these, I'll sleep. Oh, my gosh. I slept through the entire night. Yeah. Newman and I camping in a tent. I mean, slept through the whole thing. It was great. Yeah. OG's has a ton of great gummies. They're also really delicious. They've got a new pina colada flavor, which is to die for. They've got tropical punch, all that good stuff. So make sure you stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. They just announced their new mini OG three milligram microdose option for those who don't want to dive right into their regular 10 milligram option. These will be available on May 3rd exclusively at at Zen Leaf locations through May 11th. They have amazing flavors like I already mentioned, the orange creamsicle, which is my favorite, tropical, and watermelon. If you're interested in trying these amazingly delicious varieties of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. You guys were laughing about something and I want to know what what happened. The hardcore edibles comment from Justin. Uh, That's the thing about OGs, though, is it's not hardcore. It's like you can tailor it, your experience. It's as far as no, the dosing I'm goes. Hardcore. Oh, well, not yeah, the edibles. that's <laughs> <laughs> I might have to take a page out of your book, though, because as somebody who's camped twice in my life and slept zero. I that's think what that I'm saying. No, you absolutely yeah. you need to have something. So I do not camp anymore without taking either melatonin, CBD, or this time I tried the OGs because I otherwise it's a miserable experience. I'll be up all night. And then, of course, you've got like the rumblings around you and animals and breeze and what's that noise yeah, and, and whatever. Die. I need to sleep through the night. <laughs> um, Nick said he would try an edible and then try to fight a bear if he was camping. Nick, I don't recommend doing that. Please do not. First off. First off Okay, there are, there's the, what is it? It's the indica and the sativa. Yes, there's okay, two different so strands. I had half of an indica. It All it did was make me tired. Sleepy. Now, I would not recommend taking like five sativas and going camping. Do not do that. Okay, <laughs> then you might try to fight a bear. That's yes. A, that's called a vision quest, I think, at that point. <laughs> like you find yourself on one of those trips. Bobby, Bobby saying, OGs and Chinese food, hashtag fire. I'm going to try that combination because that sounds amazing. Um, B says he's tripping through the forest. Bees, if anybody's going to trip through the forest, it would definitely be you. Actually, before we talk about the Diamondbacks, I did, um, Bo, want to ask you about your show today, covering the next round of the draft. Tell the people where they can find it, what you'll be talking about. Give us the whole spiel. Yeah, we're starting a little bit earlier this afternoon, 345. Me and Johnny Venerable, he is going to show his face after his poor performance last night, chugging a beer or <laughs> sipping so a beer. Sad. Slowly. Did he even finish the beer? I feel like we got to get him maybe... Beer's not his thing, right? Do we just get him on something like a mixed drink? Maybe a cocktail? Like, a, like a fruity little mixer would be <laughs> with, more with an umbrella. Speed. Yeah, I like, like a... pina coladas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the, more his the style. Ainsworth has pina coladas and pineapples, actually. So maybe okay. the Ainsworth can hook him up with a pineapple pina colada. But we're we're firing things up 15 minutes before. Uh, we're going to be previewing the second and third round, and but also kind of talking about Hollywood Brown. More about the acquisition. Got to okay. talk about it because it's been huge for this this organization. They weren't going to be able to find somebody at 23 that's going to make the impact like Hollywood Brown. So we're pumped about it. That's going to be going down 345. Join us here on YouTube or uh, wherever you find your podcast. I love that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss it. Um, I know we've got some rising fans in the comments. Don't worry, Justin Viber. I see you constantly. Um, shout out to their rising fans. They interviewed Greg Hurst last night on their PHNX Rising show. So if you missed that, make sure to go check that out. It was a great interview. And the PHNX Rising crew always does such a great job. And uh, they're bringing you the best rising coverage in the Valley. There is nobody that even comes close to giving you the rising coverage that the PHNX Rising crew does. So make sure to check that interview out. If 
if you haven't, let's talk about the Diamondbacks because um, their season has started. It's been a little back and forth, but I think we had to include them on this Valley Peaks list because they beat the Dodgers. It was the first time that they had won a series this year, and it was against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like, come Who on. Who would have it? Who would have thunk? The Diamondbacks lineup, it was literally, to me, I compared it to D- David and Goliath. Like the Diamondbacks are very much David and the Dodgers are very much Goliath. And they freaking took two of three from the Dodgers. I'm fine with the Diamondbacks just being like this annoying team that's like bottom of the barrel, but like can beat a team like the Dodgers and piss off an entire fan base because they lost to the Diamondbacks. I'm fine with that being like their MO this year. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also great because Dodgers fans are the worst fans in the world. (laughs) And they choose to invade Chase Field with their annoyingness every time they play the Diamondbacks. And so the fact that all of their fans were in the stands and they saw the Dodgers lose twice kind of just makes my heart happy. Yeah, I mean... you got to find your wins when you can get them in this season with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think the mayor, uh, our guy Derek, he had kind of a guide to watching the D-backs this season. And it's a good read at gophnx.com. But anytime you can beat L.A., it's it's a it's a W. Oh, it's a huge win. Yeah. Um, L.A. is the worst. Jose saying, suck it, L.A. <laughs> suck it, L.A. That is how he started the Diamondbacks postgame <laughs> wrap-up show. Is that show? Espo's burner? Because I saw that on our, our Instagram. <laughs> The yeah. Pelicans to do that. Right? So suck it, LA. That is literally the best way to wrap that up. Um, Ernesto, she said, we own LA. A hundred percent, Ernesto. We own LA. Dodgers fans. B said Dodgers fans with the jerseys at the Suns game. Barf. Go watch baseball. So obnoxious. <laughs> Actually, I have. That is one of my biggest pet peeves in the entire world is when a fan at a sporting event wears a jersey that doesn't have anything to do with the two teams playing yeah. at that sporting event. Why? Well, you can connect. Oh, they wouldn't be playing LA. Never mind. Okay, so if it was like <laughs> if if somebody wore okay, this is this is the example I thought was being brought up for a second. If you wore like a Diamondbacks jersey to a Suns game, then the connection is the city. Sure. But if you're wearing like a Dodgers jersey or like uniform rather to a Suns Pels game that doesn't make any sense I hate all of it if you are attending a sporting event and you are not wearing a jersey of the either two teams that are literally there in the building playing a game that day you look stupid it makes me so mad it sends me off the ledge when is it is it ever acceptable no if you're throwing a throwback well could you wear you could wear a Jackie Robinson jersey? Okay, that's fine. Right, that's okay. I mean, I guess what if like it's if, like a T-shirt and not like a jersey. What if I like? What if I wore a a PHNX Diamondback shirt to the Coyotes game tonight? Uh, I thought no. we established that's acceptable, like within the city. But if you wore that, but if you wore that, if you go to the Cubs Cardinals game in Wrigley Field and you're wearing yeah. the PHNX D-back shirt, right. I don't know if that. That's borderline. I think, I think you stupid. and I are on the same page. Michaela thinks <laughs> any sort of crossover is unacceptable. Um, Aaron Wilson saying not acceptable. It's tacky. Amen. Thank you very much for agreeing with me. Um, B saying it's the absolute worst. Jose is saying that's a party foul. Decline membership to sports. Thank you. <laughs> or you can be Thank the person you. that I have. Like I have a specific friend and he always sends me pictures when he goes to like a new ballpark or something, but he is a Colorado fan, like sports fan. But anytime he goes to any arena, like any sporting event, right? He buys something from the gift shop, wears it at the game and then take, you know, now he's like a part of the fan base. Yeah. 
So is that okay? Even oh, if yeah. you're okay. So like, if you were to go to like a Yankees game, you'd buy Yankees gear. And I like, do that. You do that. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's there. You go. I have this goal to go to all thirty baseball parks before I turn thirty. I'm working on it. And while I'm there, I tell myself I have to like immerse myself in the culture and mm. be like a fan for a day. So I've been to seven ballparks now, and I have bought gear for the team and a mini bat. That's like my souvenir. So I, I do that. You do but that. I just I think it's like I don't know. It's fun to I'm. I'm a tortured fan. I all my teams suck. So there's a so, couple of things you know. like like L.A. Do you leave at the fifth inning if the Dodgers are losing? Like if I you're did not Philly, partake in that. People like <laughs> boo relentlessly. People not performing or throw beer on people. All at of Yankee a sudden, Stadium. Michaela's it cuts um, to a shot of Michaela yeah. in L.A. throwing beer on. Right. So we're like, what is going on? Um, no, those are <laughs> traditions I don't partake in. But I will say, Dodger Stadium has some of my favorite desserts at a ballpark. So I do partake in the food. Um, I'm just not an asshole like a majority of doctors are um be saying X gear is always the exception to the rule thank you bees we have pretty sick gear i will say um okay let's talk about the coyotes today is a big 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 day for the coyotes oh wait shoot just kidding i'm backtracking i lied i have a surprise for you guys okay (laughs) okay so a fan at the diamondbacks game was in the pool section and they celebrated the fact that the doctors lost to the Diamondbacks in the best way possible. Roll the clip. Please watch this. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Tell me that is not the most incredible <laughs> belly flop you have ever seen in your life. That's a near perfect 10. That's flop. pretty funny. That was a 10 out of 10. Like the contact that she made with her body to the surface of the water was like 100%. That's funny. There was literally not an inch of her body that did not smack the water. On Like where did she get that speed from? Like she hit that water. It's almost like she jumped from the outfield so wall. Fast. I was wondering that too. Like, <laughs> like you can't just you can't just jump like level with the pool and get that sort of angle right i don't know it was incredible i saw that clip and i almost died because that was the best belly flop i've ever seen (laughs) in my life the contact was amazing and she was celebrating the fact that the dodgers just lost two of three to the diamondbacks across the board yep jose 10 charles 10 you love to see it okay the cards making a splash in the first round last night you know what i mean (laughs) yeah now we can talk about the coyotes now that i have surprised you all sufficiently with that clip um today is a big day so the coyotes it is their last game in Glendale. We are also going to be taking a party bus up to the game with a bunch of PHNX fam members that I'm super excited about. But it's kind of bittersweet. I think this is like a huge thing for the Coyotes. It's a new chapter. They're closing the book on Glendale. They're leaving Gila River Arena and they are migrating east, west, whatever my directions. East. east. Yeah. They're going east. <laughs> Don't say that, Charles. Um, Positive vibes today. We're not please. worried about the tank. We're not worried about their draft pick status because yeah. this is a very happy show. We're peaking, right? Um, it's all about the Valley Peaks and the Coyotes. I think this is a peak for them. Like this is a big moment for the franchise. I think they've been like a ship in a storm without a captain for a very long time trying to navigate which direction that they want to take this franchise in. And finally, we have an answer. They're going to leave Glendale with the hopes of building a new arena. They're going to be playing at the ASU Collegiate Arena for a couple of years in the interim. And to me, this feels happy because we finally have a direction of where this franchise wants to go, the goals it wants to achieve. And to be honest, I could not be more excited about not having to drive 45 minutes to Glendale to watch the Coyotes play a hockey game. So I think this is happy. How do you guys feel about it? I think it's bittersweet for a lot of people. I 
the Coyotes were in Glendale for a really long time, and they are closing a chapter. And so anytime you close a chapter, it's like there's a little bit of an ex- excitement. There's a little bit of, man, like, you know, I spend my childhood there, like whatever the case is. And I think right now they're it looks like they're going to be able to get the deal done for their permanent home in Tempe. But like they're also heading into like an unknown chapter as well. So it's exciting times. Obviously, something needed to be done for the Coyotes. Um, Glendale just wasn't working. So it's bittersweet. I had to make sure that I was at this game tonight because I was like, this is I'm a huge history buff and I like to be able to be places where I can say like, oh, yeah, back in 2022, I was at their last (laughs) game ever in Glendale, like in 30 years. I'd be like, yeah, did you know that the Coyotes used to play in Glendale? And like, you know, my kids will be like, what in Glendale? You know, like I love that kind of stuff. So (laughs) you're such an old soul. I swear to God, your soul's like 80 years old. (laughs) I love I live for that stuff. So I'm excited just to be there for a part of like history. Yeah. How do you feel about it? There was there's a ton of nostalgia like that. It's just flooding back about that. I was covering the team during their their run to the Western Conference Finals, and that was like the was that the last I was talking to Lee about that. Was that the last whiteout that we experienced in that building? And like those were just some electric moments uh, that run through the postseason. Um, and, And like you were like, okay, Glendale, this is your opportunity to kind of this is your team. And I felt like there are some lifelong fans there and they've created that that they necessarily wouldn't have had mm-hmm. but now like it's this is the right move so bittersweet's the perfect way to put it just kind of say goodbye to the old jobbing.com arena gila river arena and style get on the party bus and then uh tearfully say goodbye yeah i think it's going to be a good send-off uh, like uh, bo mentioned we're going to be there at the game so if you're going come say hi to us we have a whole section um you'll definitely hear us <laughs> i'll be walking. is it expected to be a sellout I don't There's know, Leah. no way. Leah, do you know? No idea. Yeah, no clue. I'm not sure. I think if the Coyotes were playing a little bit better than maybe, but I don't know um, if they're going to be sold out or not. Charles Waddell Pike saying, Glendale has a lot of good memories for me, but it ultimately is not a good fit for the team. I'm ready to start to, for a new start in Tempe. I definitely agree. I think it's going to be refreshing to kind of hopefully get a reset overall with this organization in terms of their roster resetting when they're done with this draft, you know, their location resetting, their arena resetting. I think that's just kind of what the Coyotes need. I think they just need to kind of like clear the fog that's been clouding this organization for so long and just get a fresh start. And to me, that feels like the, to me, today feels like the first page of that fresh start in a new book and I'm really excited for it. So it sucked, you know, being in, you know, the toy section covering sports for so long and the only like big story with the coyotes it seemed like for too long was the the arena thing mm. like, wait I'm a second s- what analogy did you just make being in the toy section yeah toy section it's like you get to talk about fun things you get to play with all the toys you don't have to get real serious oh, about anything, like real saying. actual news that impacts the world <laughs> around us so but then you had to like i had to, you had to talk to lawyers you had to talk to people uh-huh. that you weren't necessarily used to talk Yep. talking to in sports like what's exactly happening with the glendale city council and the arena and the team and, and you can't just actually break down what's going on with the rebuild or a team that was eyeing the postseason yeah definitely so i'm excited for this new start i know i definitely understand why it's bittersweet for some people but i think the coyotes need it and um there is so many good content pieces that we have out right now on go 
Craig Morgan, the infamous, the one and only, the Coyotes reporter, did a great story about closing this chapter at Gila River Arena. So you have to go check that out. And then also we might as well plug the story launching next week. I think we've been like sort of I, I know they're going to talk about it tonight. We've I've sort of been hinting on it. But while we're here talking about the Coyotes, um, going to have a three part series on their tenure in Arizona dropping uh, launching a new podcast called The Story that's going to launch next week. We're going to talk plenty about it next week as well. But um, interviewed a lot of people for that podcast and have some really, really, really interesting stories. And I can't wait to share them with you guys. But that's all surrounding the Coyotes tenure here. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, you guys. I'm so excited. And also, just because I'm here, I'm going to plug um, yesterday, Craig, Petey, and I, this is Leah, by the way, on the mic. Um, Craig, Petey, and I did a podcast about our memories at Gila River Arena and some great stories in there, too. So check that out uh, wherever you get your podcast, PHX Coyotes, yesterday. Yep. Great podcast about the memories at the PHX. HNX Coyotes crew did. You can head over to their Twitter account and check it out there. And like Tristan said, I have heard some snippets of her new podcast, The Story. And when I tell you it is incredible, it is incredible. And oh my goodness. No, I'm not even kidding. I'm not I'm just hyping you up because you're sitting next to me. It is so good. And it brings so many new la- layers to the Coyote story and like their evolution here in the Valley. There are things that Tristan talks about with other people about the coyotes that I didn't even know. So you definitely have to make sure you're going to check that out when it launches next week. Again, it's called the story with Kirsten Susell, and it is so good. Coyotes fans are really going to love this one. So make sure you're looking out for it on our social media channels. And uh, when it does come out, make sure you subscribe because Holy cow, it is so, so good. And I'm not just saying that because Kirsten's here. Well, thank you. <laughs> now I'm blushing. Can I talk about athletic green? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> Also, thank wait, you. Wait, actually, wait before you do. Be saying, Tiersen is such a talented storyteller. PHNX is blessed. A freaking men. Retweet to the end <laughs> of all time. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody. Giselle saying she can't wait to hear it. You guys, it is so good. Charles Waddell Pike saying, really looking forward to hearing it. It's incredible. I can't hype it up enough. Thank you. I'm really. Do you want to? Um, athletic Greens is our partner. <laughs> Take us to some Athletic Greens, Tiersen. Let the people Stop know. Stop saying nice things about me, please. <laughs> um. So I've I've always talked about it, the fact that I just love health and wellness. Um, I used to take a ton of vitamins. It was like this whole handful of vitamins just to make sure that I was getting um, all my vitamins, minerals, uh, probiotics, all the things I needed. But I hate taking pills. Um, when we teamed up with Athletic Greens, I was like, oh my gosh, um, you know, with one scoop, you're gonna get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods. Whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. So I was like, okay, well, that means I can get rid of some of these pills. Uh, and so I take Athletic Greens every day. Love the product; it's delicious, especially for when I think of like a green drink. It's usually not very good tasting. Um, it's delicious though. Um, and again, like I, I get everything that I need in this drink, and I don't have to take a whole bunch of vitamins. So to me, Athletic Greens was a no-brainer. Um, should be to you as well, especially if you're looking to add some of these things um, into your diet without having to take a bunch of pills. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, which we can all use. That's my favorite part. Yes. I sleep. I need as much sleep as I can get. Yeah, all the help we can get. Uh, It has over 7,000 five-star reviews, so the reviews kind of speak for itself, and it costs you less than $3 a day, plus you're investing in your health. Um, To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash TPSP. 
Again, it is athleticgreens.com forward slash TPSP to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Woo! We love Athletic Greens. You know what we also love? Draft Day fits. I love That's one of my favorite part of the NFL draft is seeing the outfits that these kids pull out because they are so fashionable and I usually for the most part love what they wear and so we're going to be doing a new segment called hot or not where we decide if the outfits the NFL draft kids wore were hot or not (laughs) and Tiersen you're going to be leading us through the segment so take it away sure I hope these are in order we have a Kayvon Thibodeau Oregon defensive end coming Ooh. up. We've got a black suit with like these red gem outlines, like a bedazzled kind of look. What do you think, guys? I'm a big fan of the gems. He looks sharp. In the bow tie? Oh my God. Yeah. Huge fan. I also saw an interview that he did on the red carpet. He is the most personable, outgoing human being I think I've ever seen um, on the NFL carpet. And he had a great moment with a young fan that it was my a Make-A-Wish fan that was like my personal favorite part of the entire draft. It was I'm the, a softie. It was the kid that was announcing the pick, right? Yeah. 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 What'd Great you think of the draft? The the fit? Yeah. Uh it was it was nice. I'm not a bow tie guy, but okay. it looks good on him. He can pull it off. He doesn't have a pencil neck like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you don't have a pencil neck. <laughs> Be nice to yourself. This is a happy podcast. A pencil neck. Um, yeah, that's definitely a hot for me. I loved the gems and uh, he just looked like he was like confident in himself, which I love the most. So that gets a hot for me. That's the that's if you're confident in it, because on draft night, like this is it's a big moment for you. Like you need to feel confident. So as long as at the end of the day, we're going to go through all these. But as long as they're confident in the outfit, that's all that really matters. Yep. What did you think about it? Is it hot or not, Cheerson? Um, I'll give it a hot. I don't think it was like my favorite by any means, but um, I'll give it a flame. A flame. Yeah. All right. Some people in the comments saying same. Chris is a big fan of that. Charles saying definitely hot. I agree. That was a good fit. All right, what's our next All one? Right, Garrett Wilson, Ooh, this is former MC Ohio State right? wide receiver. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I'm obsessed. Yeah. This, I think, this is my be best favorite. Be- best dress for me. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Those boots? Is he, yes. Does he got basic like in the morning? What is going on? <laughs> Bo. <laughs> okay, but was not fashion forward. No, just kidding. Um, I don't know. I love it. I love the entire fit. I think it's like. It miss it mixes like business like formal with like streetwear. I love like the pattern of the suit, how it's like all like almost patchworky, I guess you could describe mm-hmm. it. And the boots are freaking fire. Yeah. I'm obsessed it gives with off this R&B vibes a little bit too. And he has like the perfect amount of like ice around his neck. Yes. Perfect. He looks like primetime. He looks like Deion Sanders back in the day. It's kind of a throwback. I think that's what he's going for. I'm saying it's cold. The way you described it, Michaela, is a mullet. Like a business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> And I don't think you want the outfit no. equivalent of a mullet. Aaron Wilson saying the dude has fire station boots on. Oh, my God. No. Can I just make a comment about the boots real quick? Go for it. It looks like he has ankle monitors on, guys. No, you guys. Oh, my God. No. You're killing me. I would have never. You're right. It kind of I, I like guarantee that. you. I promise you those boots are worth more than all oh, of our yeah. salaries combined. <laughs> no, 100%. But you can also get those little ankle monitors for free. <laughs> yeah, just commit a crime. Um, I love it. That's a definite hot for me. That's my favorite outfit of the draft. He freaking killed it. Gary Wilson, you got swag out the roof because I'm obsessed with your outfit. Agreed. Agreed. Ice cold. Uh, Bo. I have an ice cold coming up for you guys. Okay. Jameson oh boy. Williams. It was... Yeah. 
<sighs> First off, is is he pointing to? Does he have like a his grill? grill yeah, his okay. grill. Um, it's a miss for me. It's a it's a. First <sighs> off, I think the necklace is a little too much. And I'm a definitely less is more type of person. And okay. this was a lot for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I think it's not as creative or over the top as some of the other ones that we've seen. It's pretty much just like a red suit with some over the top bling. So I don't think it's my favorite. The red, eh, I but don't then, know. But he made the... Um, the grill like a part of the outfit by yeah. posing with it and i think it's a little much it's very loud very yeah loud. it's very That's loud what i'd say about the red and then i get kind of bolo type vibes from the from the ice oh you do a little bit just a, yeah it just kind of looks like a, a blinged out bolo type massive bolo tie but i would love to see somebody with an actual oh yeah bolo tie that would be pretty sick <laughs> are ryan kidding Kenningsburg, Brian RK from DNVR wears bolo ties all the time. So I guarantee you that is something that he would love because he just loves bolo ties. But I mean, him and his family are beautiful. Jameson's family is gorgeous, but the outfit is just not it for me. I'm going no. with not. Yeah. Ice so cold. Cross the board. Cold. Cold. All right. We all agree. All right. How about Sauce Gardner? Okay. And I think we have two. Sauce we have is like amazing. a close up two of his bling. <laughs> Yeah, you could switch to, oh. Oh, wow. my God. Oh. He has a bottle of hot sauce or sauce, whatever it is. Yeah. His chain says sauce, and then he has a bottle of sauce on another chain. And he's wearing this very dapper blue suit. And I'm kind of obsessed with this. I love it. I think the sauce chain is iconic. I mean, if you have a nickname like Sauce Gardener, you have to go big like that. Mm -hmm. And I think the suit doesn't like overpower the coolness of the chain. So that is definitely hot for me. I love that outfit. That, can we see that picture again? I think his suit is close, close to a Carolina blue. Okay. And Carolina normally, electric maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. like a little darker than a Carolina blue. I feel like it's like, it's close to it. And normally I would say eh, eh, on that color, but he's pulling it off. The draft logo, the neon blue Ooh, draft logo yeah, kind matches. matches it. Yeah. He looks good. It looks real clean. I love that. It's definitely hot for me. I actually really like that color. So I don't have an issue with the color at all. And I like that it ties in with North Carolina, but I'm a big fan. I love that fit. It's a hot for me. I almost want to give it a cold just because it matched the outfit. <laughs> I think so. Uh, B said that's icy hot. There yes, totally agree. Icy hot. Hot, hot sauce. <laughs> give it the shack shimmy. So icy good. Hot. <laughs> who do we got next? Um. All right. Who do we got next? Jermaine Johnson. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? That poor kid sat in the green room almost all first round. Oh. But he, was, he, he must love that outfit. I actually love the outfit. Really? I love uh, it. I think it's fantastic. Okay, so he ended up being drafted by the Jets, so mm -hmm. the green kind of like ties in there. I I don't know. See, I went to I went to a high school and the colors of the high school were green and gold and I was I hated that high school. I just am scarred forever from my high school experience. So I think I so hate now, it just so, because it so triggers. So Jermaine Johnson gets <laughs> yeah. the brunt of it. I'm sorry, Jermaine Johnson. If your suit was any other color besides green and gold, I would love it. But the fact that it's the same colors as the high school I went to where I got bullied, um, I kind of hate it just because oh it triggers God. me. <laughs> Those bastards. How dare you bully <laughs> Yeah, Michaela. I don't know. I don't like it. I like it's, it. I mm. can't tell if it's a flower pattern on it or not. So it's like a yellowish jacket with black what looks looks like to me like kind of like flower pattern on it i love it i think it's great i think it's like the perfect amount of 
like because he just has like black like solid colors with it it's like the perfect amount of something different so mm. I like a color that pops i like it i think it's a, a, a hit i like the coat yeah that's all i'll go with that's I it i like the coat yeah all right i feel that yeah i don't know it's a cold for me sorry sorry friend <laughs> All right, cheers, Dan. Who do we got? We got two more. I won't make you pay for my past traumas, Jermaine. Oh. <laughs> Jordan Davis. Georgia Ooh. defensive tackle. He's got the black suit with the red stripe across it. I like this. I like this a lot. I am iffy about pattern suits, as uh, Jermaine Johnson just found out. But <laughs> I think this is really cool because it's the Georgia colors. And also, Jordan Davis is just iconic. He has some of the best pictures from when Georgia won the national championship with the national championship trophy. And I'm kind of just a fan of him as a person. But I dig the red stripe. I definitely think that's a hot outfit. I'm a huge fan of that. I definitely have never seen anything like it. Yeah, sure. no, so I I'll haven't either. He looked I... like a sash, though, that it drooped a little bit. He kind of looks like Eddie Murphy from Coming to America. <laughs> but to be 6'7", 340, and to look dapper in a suit like that, it's a it's a win. It's a it's fire. Yeah, and he, as B's pointed out, that's a giant man. He is huge, um, and he is going to <laughs> definitely be a difference maker for the team that he got drafted to. The Eagles. The Eagles. Mm. There you go. The Eagles. Um, I think I like it. It kind of reminds me of, like, royalty, like how in Britain, like, the soldiers wear, like, sashes on, like, their mm. suits or their uniforms or whatever. It kind of reminds me of that, but I like it. I'm a big fan, so um, I'm going to give that a hot. I'm in between, but I'll say it definitely, like, wasn't a miss, so I'll go ahead and say hot. I already gave it a fire. <laughs> I stand by it. All right. Tristan okay, and I are about to fight about this one. Go ahead, Tristan. <laughs> oh, last one, Nicobe Dean, still on the board. Projected to probably be one of the first picks. He looks great. Today. It's an all pink fit. And pink is my favorite color. I'm obsessed with this. He looks so good. He also has a very beautiful family. I'm a huge fan of this. He just pulls off pink like nobody I've ever seen before. And the fact that his hat matches his jacket and his pants is just iconic for me. So pink suit and a fedora that has a pink accent on it to tie it all together. And then he's got a little ice around his neck, too. I'm a big fan. Subtle big fan. ice. Yeah, looks well, great. Well, I think I'm coming around to it. I'm normally not. I know this is going to also tie Kyler Murray into it. I'm normally not at like a pink suit kind of guy. Yeah. Mm. So kind of guy. Kinda well, guy. I'm definitely not a pink suit kind of guy. That is for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, kind of person. So uh, it's uh, actually the second time. Well, this is probably the fifth time I've seen it. But when it just popped up now and I took another look at it, it actually – is a very nicely put together outfit. I'll yeah. give him that. It's very well tailored. It's very well tailored. Yeah. Everything matches. Everything goes together. I think it ties together. in with his mom's dress too. I think his mom oh, had really? a pink sparkly dress on. Yeah, right. Can get he... some cam yeah, vibes from comes... him a little bit. A little Cam Newton, but Cam Newton, it's not as sure. out there okay, as some I of Cam's that. outfits. Yeah, well, I love Cam, it. Cam's got the, he always likes the fedora stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I mean, it's okay. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of of pink suits, but again, now that if, I'm looking back at that, it's it's very well put together. If I were to wear any of the outfits we watched, I probably would wear that one. Really? really? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't pull off, but I would wear, that. that's one I would be like, oh, I could see, my, I could wear that. What would I wow. wear? Wow. That's crazy. I, I don't like to see you in that. No tie either. It's a good look. You don't oh, yeah. you like the no tie fat, look? Like summery. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with Garrett Wilson's outfit. I would wear that right now today. <laughs> Give me that boots. outfit. That's Garrett it. Wilson, yeah, same here. can you please donate that outfit to me? I will put it on right now and would never take it off. I promise you. I am so obsessed with that outfit. Mm -hmm. It's so good. <laughs> um, I'm also like totally obsessed with wearing like 
a blazer and pants like an out like as a female like yes. I, I love that look yes i love, I love it too yeah. i'm obsessed with it so i don't know that's what we thought the about the draft of what like the shoulder pads look yeah okay yeah like you're like a like 90s a middle linebacker right sure <laughs> I definitely go for middle, yeah. middle back linebacker vibes. Oh, all right. Well, those are our thoughts on the draft outfits. I am very happy we did that because there were so many good ones. But you know what else we are? We are a family. So make sure you go subscribe to gophnx.com and sign up to be a part of our family. You can get your first month for only 50 cents. Or if you sign up for an annual membership, you can get a free t-shirt. We've got great options. As you can see behind us, they are beautiful. And uh, there's a ton of other great perks of being a member. You get access to our members only discord, which we are in all the time chatting with all of you. You get to read all the articles that Craig Morgan's fantastic article article about Gila River Arena that is on the site right now. Johnny Venerable also wrote an article about Hollywood Brown. So make sure you go check those out. As always, you can follow us on social media. I'm at Michaela E. Perkins. E is for electric. Cheerson, tell them where they can find you. <laughs> uh, just at Cheerson Susell. And Bo, where can they find <laughs> you? Easiest way, just search Bob Rack and you'll find me, Bo Brock. There it is. And we also oh, have... interesting. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> we also have at PHNX underscore sports on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, all the good places. But you know who else is a part of our family? All of you who are watching today and in the comments. Thank you so much for watching along with us, being a part of the show. You guys are the absolute best. It is the highlight of my week to do the show and to include you in it and to get to talk with all of you through our virtual platform. Don't forget to remember to check out the story when it drops next week. Tristan put a lot of hard work into it and it is so good. And we also have some changes coming to this podcast that we're very excited about. We will let you know more about that probably in the coming weeks. But uh, Tristan and I are going to be hosting this bad boy from here on out. So <laughs> we're really excited. There's a lot of great, cool things happening at PHNX. So you got to make sure you're a member so you don't miss out on any of it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel right now. Give this video a like. Leave us a review, a five-star review, if you would be so kind. And uh, keep your eyes out for all the exciting things we got Thanks coming out. Thanks for coming on, Bo. Yeah, Thank how was it, Bo? What are it your was thoughts? great. I can't wait to come back on. I hope, well, hopefully I'm, I'm invited back. You broke the ice, so now you're stuck with yeah, us, and uh, <laughs> you're going to be forced to come back. Happy Just... Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. If you're out of the Coyotes game, come say hi to us. You guys are the best, and we will see you next week. Bye. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 